Blooming Beauties Podcast, episode number five. Hi, and welcome to Blooming Beauties Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Kim, your host. Our studio phone number is 312-957-7087. For those of you who are new to my show, here is a little bit about me and why I'm podcasting. I'm coming to you from the Chicagoland area. I have a heart for people and I really want to make a difference for others. I sell skincare, health, and wellness products, and my clients often ask me great questions about how to care for their skin or how to be more healthy. I thought this would be a good forum to help people. Each week I'll offer a different topic. I do want to be clear and say that I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to give medical advice or diagnose medical conditions. I'm using this podcast not to sell you products, but to bring you information. I believe we are our own best advocates for our health. I think it's important for us to acquire knowledge that allows us to ask better questions and expect better answers from our healthcare providers. We should be more in charge of our own health, and I hope I can help you with that here. I just recently registered for um, the annual training and conference that's uh, for part of my skincare business. And I just recently registered for that. I'm going to be going to Las Vegas in January. And I'm really excited about it because I had a great time when I went in March of this year. I've got three months to go. And I started thinking about some things that I want to tweak between now and those three months. So as I was thinking about what topic I wanted to talk about for this week, I wanted to build on what I talked about in episode number four, plus these things that I've been thinking about that I want to tweak for over the next three months. So that's how I came up with this week's topic. It's called a truer measure of health and wellness. But before I get into that, I wanted to mention that I got some feedback and I was very excited to get an email from somebody and a voicemail from someone. The email that I received is from Chris. She said, I listened to your latest podcast and I liked it. You have a very soothing voice. I've been trying to be more conscious of my actions lately rather than just flowing on autopilot. So I was so it was timed just right for me. So Chris, thank you for your email. I appreciate um, hearing from you and I'm glad that you got something from uh, show number four. I also have a voicemail that I'm going to play. So here it is. Hey, favorite daughter-in-law. It's your mother-in-law. I just want to let you know I just heard your episode four. I loved it. Very, very informative, and I'm sure, like your purposes, to get the message out to people, make a change in your life, well, you are doing it. I'm very, very proud of you. Very good suggestions. Most people should follow that lifestyle. (laughs) I love you. Have a great day. Bye. So thank you to Terry Lynn. Um, I appreciate that you called in. I appreciate your message. And for those of you out there, if anyone wants to email or call me, I'd love to hear from you. I really do appreciate the feedback. So today's topic is about a truer measure of health and wellness. I received this information from my fitness instructor, Annette. She has an MS in exercise physiology. She's been teaching exercise classes for over 20 years, and she's a certified yoga instructor. She's um, actually, I've done some personal training with her and taken yoga classes with her. So this is the information that I got from her. She says there is more to measuring health and wellness than monitoring our weight. Our weight is only one indication of health. And according to Weight Watchers, losing 10% of your weight can help lower your risk of diabetes and improve your feelings of well-being. But while a number on a scale is important, it certainly does not tell us the whole picture. Our health and wellness can be measured 
by looking at many factors, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. Only when we look at the whole picture can we have a better idea of how healthy we really are or how healthy we feel. So I have a series of questions that you can ask yourself to better assess your overall health and wellness, and I think there's about 17 questions. But before I go through the questions, I just want to say that I'm not giving you this list so that you can berate yourself about the things that you feel poorly about. I do not condone negative self-talk. I think negative self-talk is unhealthy for our self-esteem. So I want you to think of these questions as, um, as feedback. If there's an area that you feel you do not excel in, think of it as feedback. And it's feedback for you to look a little deeper in that area to see where you might want to make some changes. So ladies, no negative self-talk. I've been guilty of negative self-talk myself, and I have chosen to stop that. Um, Just as a reminder, we are fearfully and wonderfully made, and God does not make junk. So you deserve to talk kindly to yourself. So back to the questions. Um, as As I read these questions to you, I want you to think of answering them on a scale of like one to five. So one would be poor, three would be average, and five would be excellent. So question number one, how would you rate your eating habits, one through five, And I want you to think about whether you eat a lot of fruits and vegetables. Is your diet high in sodium or sugar? And what about meat consumption or saturated fats? Question number two, how is your level of exercise or physical activity? And for this question, you would want to think about whether you exercise at all. That's the first thing. And then how often, what activities do you do? And do you vary the workouts to include cardio, weights, and flexibility? And then question number three is, how is your stress? And then do you participate in any kind of activities to help reduce your stress? And this might even be a a good topic for a future podcast. Question number four, how is your flexibility? The benefits of flexibility is that it helps alleviate aches and pains and it improves posture. Question number five, how would you rate your strength? And for this question, you want to consider upper body, core, and lower body strength. Question number six, how is your endurance or energy level? Do you have a lot of energy? Question number seven, how disease resistant are you? Are you a person who gets sick often or uh, do you go through most of the year and and you tend not to get sick at all? Question number eight, how injury prone are you? Do you suffer a lot of injuries related to either sports, exercise, or even just doing everyday tasks or are you one that doesn't, um, doesn't experience a lot of injuries? How joyful are you? This is question number nine. Are you generally happy and in a good mood? Question number 10, do you feel good about yourself? I think this is an important one to think about. Question 11, how well do you keep your blood pressure, cholesterol levels, and triglycerides within healthy ranges? Do you visit a physician frequently? Do you do um, annual physicals at all? These are um, other questions to consider. Question number 12, do you smoke? I don't think I need to go any further into that question. Question number 13, do you consume alcohol? And if so, how much and how often? Question number 14, how close are you to your target weight? It's worth asking yourself if your target weight is reasonable. I think that's important. And then what weight makes you feel your best? Where you feel good about yourself, where you have enough energy, and where you can enjoy life. Question 15, do you have a supportive network of people around you? We were not designed to do life in isolation, so having love and support from others is important. Question number 16, how would you rate the amount of sleep that you get each night? And then question 17, how often do you help others? I believe helping others builds compassion within within us, and then I think it also helps draw us away from self-centeredness. 
So when I had met uh, with Annette, um, these were some of the questions that she had asked me because I think I had always had this notion that whatever the scale says indicates how healthy you are. And she was very wise in telling me that there are so many more things to consider in terms of whether we're healthy or not. So I wanted to give you the list of these questions to ponder and um, it'll give you some insight into where your strengths are and maybe where you might want to make some changes. So I uh, encourage you to review the questions, see what your strengths are, and then commend yourself for your strengths and be proud of yourself. And then the areas that you'd like to improve, I want to remind you not to beat yourself up for those areas that you need improvement and instead um, to set some goals that will help you accomplish your objectives I do want to suggest tackling small chunks at a time. I think it's less overwhelming to tackle smaller changes, and I think it's a lot easier to achieve success with smaller changes. And then as we reach small goals, I think it gives us the confidence to continue tackling more. And then this kind of goes back to my show number four, where I said that we all know what we're supposed to do. And even with these questions that I'm giving you today, we know what the right answers are, but often we just choose not to do it. So like I said, it goes back to my show number four. And since we all know that we're supposed to be exercising, lowering our stress, eating lots of fruits and vegetables, cutting back on saturated fats, getting plenty of sleep, all of those things we know we're supposed to do. If we're not doing them, though, we have to ask ourselves why. Why do we choose not to do these things that keep us healthy? And remember, um, in the previous show, I had said that when benefits or consequences don't appear until sometime later in the future, I think it's easy to do these things, but it's also easy not to do these things. It's hard to realize the impact of our choices when benefits or consequences don't show up until sometime later. So pick one thing. I challenge you to pick one thing, and then for this week, focus on that one thing. And please email me or phone me and tell me what you choose to work on. I would love to know. And let's check back in with each other on my next podcast. And I've thought about what I wanted to work on for this week. And I think the thing that I'm going to focus on for this week is getting to bed early. I am typically a night owl. And it's very common for me to not be in bed before 1130, maybe even midnight. And I know that on the nights that I go to bed at 10 or 1015, I feel so much better. But yet I still sometimes find things to, to do or putter around. And then I... I go to bed really late. So that's what I want to work on for this week is I'm challenging myself every night. I'm going to bed at 1015 and I will let you know next week if I did it, if I was successful. Um, Part of the reason why I picked that is because I see so many benefits of getting to bed early. Um, I just feel so much better. I'm more patient. I I feel calmer. And then I also noticed that um, I don't eat as much during the day when I've been better rested. I think maybe that lack of sleep as it catches up to me and then I think my body starts craving food just to kind of keep that energy going. So anyway, that's that's what my challenge is going to be. So I'd love to hear what you want to work on if you want to email me or call me and then we'll check back in with each other next week. So I want to close with two quotes. One is, health is not valued until sickness comes and that is Dr. Thomas Fuller. And then the other quote is from Jim Rohn, And he says, living a good life shows up in the texture of our voice, in the expressions on our face, and in the magnetism of our personality. So I'm closing with those two quotes. I really like what they had to say. I hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and I hope you'll join me for the next show. My plan is to give you simple tips that will allow you to live better. And I owe it to you, my listeners, to follow my own advice. So I'm challenging myself to do just that. 
I would not be able to do this without the technical genius of my husband or the creative genius of my daughter, and I continue to be very grateful for all of their help and their support. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on my podcast, please call me or email me. I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me at 312-957-7087 or email at bbpodcast at live.com. I might even use your question on my next show. You can also find me at bbpodcast.com, which is my website. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Lord willing, I will be with you on my next show. Have a joyful, healthy week, and let's live beautifully. Simple information to help you live beautifully and bloom where you are.